fungi are an important part of any forest or woodland ecosystem. They are the major agents by which twigs and leaves are broken down, releasing nutrients for reabsorption by plants. And we know fungi also form a constructive partnership with living trees. David Robinson from the Open University's Life Sciences Department explains that although we have known about this partnership and relationship for some time, we are now learning more about the nature of that relationship. You can go back nearly, I think, 400 million years and look at fossils and you can actually determine that this relationship existed in fossils that length of time ago. So it isn't biologically a new idea. It's only more recently that the precise nature of that relationship has been um, worked on. Uh, For example, it's become possible to use radioactive isotopes to um, track movement of um, molecules between fungi and tree roots. And then, even more recently, has come the the applications of this knowledge, whereby um, horticulturalists and agriculturalists can make use of um, cultures of fungi to set up these relationships for themselves in uh, areas that they're trying to plant. You can go and uh, look at websites from people who supply uh, mycelium, that's the, uh, the, the fungal culture, for use in a whole range of applications. In Malaysia, scientists are now finding ways to apply the knowledge of the partnership between fungi and trees in order to ease a problematic relationship between economics and ecology. I think the interest about the um, Malaysian example is that they have uh, a very particular problem that they are trying to solve there, and they're solving it with the use of fundamental research, and they're trying to um, pioneer techniques not only for changing logging practices in the country, but also for reclaiming areas which have been lost to forest and perhaps industrial areas, and which now, with the aid of this research, they can hope to reclaim. In Malaysia, Dr Lu Su Si is trying to establish hardwood trees in a barren area of land, using her knowledge of the way in which the relationship between fungi and trees works. I was very struck by the experiment that Dr Lu Su Si was carrying out in uh, reclamation. I mean, the area of land that she was um, working on looked absolutely impossible for plants to grow, although, of course, there were one or two acacia plants had managed to get established there. Of course, she was going to work on a large scale, so she couldn't just uh, put the plants there and hope for the best. Uh, she had to inoculate them with the fungus so as to get the, um, the web of um, mycelium and roots established and it was obvious also um, that she needed to add other things notably quite a lot of water but it really didn't look the sort of place where you would expect to grow plants and she clearly uh, has had some success and uh, that success undoubtedly will continue it's a long-term project even so the larger aim of dr lu susie's work is to get a sustainable source of hardwood in order to avoid the logging of untouched rainforest In so doing, she is combining research with direct application. So she's trying to get really quite large-scale production of hardwood, that is um, really quite a number of trees in the same area, and get them established and growing away as quickly as possible. And this was difficult without the knowledge of the way in which the link with fungi worked.
This growing knowledge of the large-scale web of relationships going on underground is changing scientists' views of the relationship between larger trees and saplings. We've known about um, symbiotic relationships, of course, uh, for quite a long time. This is a, a more unusual example in that it's uh, um, so large in area, it's underground, and uh, there seems to be such a, a close and intimate relationship between the fungus and the trees. And so it, it's uh, rather different from the examples that have been studied before. It's extremely interesting to think about the possibilities that um, this web of interrelationship opens up. And certainly you can imagine almost that the large trees are feeding the small ones. The small ones are managing to grow, perhaps not as fast as they would if they had access to all the light from above, but they are kept going, and it's almost as if the large trees are keeping them going until such time as a hole develops in the canopy and they can grow away to their full height. So that relationship between the large mature trees and the young saplings is most unusual, and I think there's a lot more that we need to understand about the precise links between them and how much material is passed from the adult trees into the uh, saplings.